Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Come Follow Me Today, a brief message to help us experience an additional spiritual moment in our otherwise complicated lives. My name is Caleb Sanford, and thank you for joining me as we accept Christ's invitation to follow him today. This week, as we begin our study of the Old Testament, we're going to dive into the first two chapters of Genesis, which start with the famous line, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now, you and I have heard the story of the creation a zillion times, but there's still so many valuable lessons we can learn as we continue to study it. First, why did God create the earth to begin with? For fun? Was he bored? Was the creation of the earth just a celestial version of Minecraft? Quote, And God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them. And God said unto them, Be fruitful, and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it. And have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. End quote. Now, some might argue that human beings are just another mammal wandering the planet like wolves or bears or elephants. But as I read the story of the creation, I see that we are something more. We are children of God. He created the world for us to live in, to explore and cultivate to our benefit, but also to take care of, to, quote, replenish the earth. Now, whether we're actually living up to God's hope for us to be good stewards of this beautiful earth is the topic for another podcast. But for now, let's just recognize that God made an intentional effort to put us here. The beauty we see around us, the mountains, the rivers, the forests we wander through, were intentionally designed for us to find joy in. But why did God make such an effort to create us such an amazing world to live in? What does it mean when it says that, quote, God created man in his own image? Physically, we all look very different than each other, so we can't really be a scanned image of God. But is there some other characteristic of God that he passed on to us when he made us in his image? If we skip forward to the New Testament, in Romans, Paul teaches us, quote, The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit, that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if so be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us, end quote. So perhaps when God made us in his image, if we're really to be heirs of God, joint heirs with Christ, who we know ascended to heaven in the glory of God, perhaps God infused in us this same glory, the capacity to become like God. But to achieve this, just like with our own children, God had to put us in an environment where we could grow, experience new things, learn hard lessons, and develop ourselves to the point where we can truly inherit the glory of God. So God created the earth and put us here to go through this process of developing the divinity that we all inherited from him. 
Now, what stands out to me as I study these chapters is how God created beauty and order in the heavens and the earth from chaos, from unorganized matter. If you and I are to develop our own divinity and inherit the glory of God, then part of our development in this world must be to create beauty and order in the mini-universe of our own lives, just as God did in the universe at large. Often you and I might feel like we're starting from the same chaos that Heavenly Father started with. Our lives may feel disorganized, falling apart, frantic, stressful, perhaps even without purpose. But just as God created beauty from his chaos, you and I have the divine power to create beauty and purpose in our worlds too. Now, let's remember that God didn't accomplish this overnight, and neither will you or I. God created the earth one day at a time, step by step. He focused on one area of his new world each day and made sure it was good before moving on to the next. Quote, And God called the dry land earth, and the gathering together of the waters called he seas. And God saw that it was good. End quote. You and I won't be able to create perfect worlds for ourselves and our families overnight either. But do we still get frustrated, stressed out, or upset if there's still chaos around us when we go to bed each night? The reality is, Heavenly Father gave us decades to figure our lives out. We have many days and years ahead of us to continue creating a beautiful world for ourselves, our families, and those we serve. So the question is, what will you and I do today? If we can only accomplish one thing today to build a better world, what will it be? And just as importantly, at the end of the day, if we're successful with that one thing, will we be able to pause, reflect, and like God, quote, see that it was good? Can we be satisfied with the day's labors? I believe that if you and I can focus on one thing at a time and have an intentional process to beautifying our lives and creating a better world for those we serve, then we can have the same success that God had who, quote, saw everything that he had made and behold, it was very good. And God ended his work, which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had made, end quote. If you and I can recognize our own divinity, that we are children of a loving Heavenly Father, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, and focus on one thing each day to build a better world for ourselves and those around us, then just like God, we'll be able to look back each day and say to ourselves, it was good. Thank you for joining me today, and I'll see you next week as we continue to study the Old Testament and learn what our Savior Jesus Christ would have us learn in order to continue to accept his invitation to come follow me today.